Hi guys, I'm Jackie, she's Kelsey, and we're movie critics. JK, and we just watched Cruella. <laughs> yeah, so we just watched Cruella on Disney Plus. Um, and here's the film synopsis. Estella is a young and clever grifter who's determined to make a name for herself in the fashion world. She soon meets a pair of thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief and together they build a life for themselves on the streets of London. However, when Estella befriends fashion legend Baroness von Hellman, she embraces her wicked side to become the revengeful Cruella. Oh, good synopsis. Okay, I was like, yeah, that, I was wondering how deep it was gonna go because everybody's familiar with the Cruella story, right? I mean, yeah. it's one or one Dalmatians. Everybody's familiar-ish. Um, and like, I've definitely seen the 101 Dalmatians movie, like the first one and second one for sure. The live action ones with Glenn Close and I've seen the, the animated ones, of course. I mean, I don't really remember them. They don't like stand out, but I have seen them, you know? Me too. But, um, and I was kind of going, okay, how is Disney gonna make a Cruella origin story and it not be like, super dark, like too dark for kids, you know? But it actually was like super fun. Like mm -hmm. it, like I had absolutely no expectation. I was just like, eh, I'll watch it. But then I heard Movie Mike from Bobby Boncho was doing his podcast about it and how it was about fashion. Like there's a huge fashion element, which you guys know that I love fashion with 87 ends. And so I was actually, once I found out about that, I was super excited to watch it. Um, and the fashion stuff was so cool. Like I sent Kelsey pictures and she's going to post it with the, with the everything that we post on Instagram, because like the fashion was amazing. Like yeah. the clothes were so beautiful. And it's, it's totally, um, like, it's set in London in the 70s, so it's, like, this huge punk rock rock vibe. Like, she's just, she's just punk, but she's also, you know, into gorgeous clothes. So, um, and so, like, she's, it kind of starts, like, when she's a little kid, right? And she, mm -hmm. she she's a weird girl. Like, I wrote down, she's just She's kind of a rebel. She's not the norm. She's kind of like a Phoebe or like even maybe kind of like a Lady Gaga. Like she's just different and she's fine with it. And she like when people try to tease her about it, she just like beats them up. And <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely has that vibe of like be yourself and just be different. Like different is actually good. Yeah. Um, and there's a few like kind of dark themes a little bit but overall it was like super enjoyable like like really good did you think it was like better than you were thinking or, or what'd you think no I did think it was better than I was thinking and I thought you're right it had some dark themes but just from what I had heard previously about it I thought it was gonna be like darker and just kind of like I don't know it wasn't that bad I mean like yeah it's not like some, joker it's not like no like that exactly good yeah good comparison yeah. it's not like that at all it's still disney and yeah. um like she is a villain and can be mean at times but it's i really like the way that they did it and i was yeah. hoping that you know there wouldn't be any like mean to dogs scenes and oh, there wasn't gosh. like it was yeah, actually no. like yeah oh um, no 
We like I would have freaked out if there was a if there was being mean to dogs. And I they I think they purposely left that out because nobody likes that. And Emma um, Thompson is in it too, and she's so yeah. good. So I really Stone, loved her. Yeah, and I love her and I love Emma Stone. She is so good in just everything she does. She's so fun, so cool. And she is what she was like surprisingly great as a villain. Like you kind of think about her. I don't think of her as like a villain, right? Like a like a mean character. Um, but she played it so well. And the kind of point that they were really trying to get across was like, yes, she has some kind of evil parts and she could she could go in that direction, but she's not only that. She has she has good in her too. You know, so it's not just like, because you know, all villains, they always say it's like there's there's a reason they are the way they are and a reason why they're so mad or angry at the world, whatever. And so this does kind of go into a little bit why she's maybe so upset. Um, one thing that was kind of weird. So I was looking up on my Jackie Facties, like I think that the dogs in the movie, and by the way, they're not all Dalmatians. There's actually like a really cute chihuahua and then like a little mutt that's just super mm -hmm. scruffy and looks like my dog, so I loved him. Um, but like, the dogs were, I think they were real, but they like CGI'd their faces or something. Or like if they were doing some weird movement or something where they had to jump off something, it was just all CGI, which I could, I mean, you can kind of tell when it goes into that stuff, but it didn't like bother me. Cause it was like, you know, I don't mind if they're having to have the little chihuahua do some crazy stunt. It's much easier to make it just in CGI than to actually train the dog and run the risk of the dog getting hurt, you know, kind of a thing. Um, so that didn't really like super bother me, but didn't you like notice it kind of? Oh, I definitely noticed it, especially with the Dalmatians. Yeah. Um, you could tell that they were CGI apart, but it didn't bother me either really. I mean. Yeah, and that that was one of the, the things I read in my Jackie Facties was that they were like, the Dalmatians were so, sweet because they were talking about there were actually three Dalmatians in the movie who belonged to the Baroness and that's kind of where the whole you know Dalmatians thing I think comes from but um they were actual dogs and Emma Thompson was like oh my gosh the dogs are so fantastic and they were so sweet and she's like they definitely had to CGI their faces to make them look angry at times because yeah. there's a few times where like somebody's upset them um so the, the CGI on the dogs, it was kind of weird, but but it was okay. Um, and, but like, other than that, it's like, has a huge fashion base. Like she gets a job at a fashion house. The Baroness is a fashion designer. She's obsessed with herself. She's so annoying. And then they're always kind of trying to infiltrate like, like Cruella and her two dudes, the funny guys. They're always trying to like infiltrate the Baroness's something. So this is what I was thinking when we were watching it. It's kind of Devil Wears Prada meets Ocean's Eleven, a little bit in a Disney way. <laughs> a little bit. Yes, it was totally in a Disney way because I really liked how creative they were with the fashion scenes and the different dresses that she creates. Oh, and yeah. then also with like the scenes where they're stealing stuff. You know, yeah. it was just very, uh, it was, it was, it was cute. And it also I wrote down that the music and it was really good oh and I don't even remember like they it was like these boots are made for walking and then like oh, yeah. what's your name who's your daddy 
Oh yeah, like, you're, you're a bunch so of, right. Yeah, I noticed the music very early on and it was really good throughout the whole Cause year. yeah, it was like old music and it's like I said, set in the seventies. So this would be like, you know, late sixties, early seventies music, which is, you know, great, great time in music. But um, yeah, the that's what I was saying. Like it is kind of like Ocean's Eleven cause they would like plan these like heists where they're trying to yeah. steal things or, you know, steal something back, you know, all kinds of things. So it was, super entertaining the clothes were gore ja. um like there's there's even like emma stone said that her favorite um dress was the was the garbage truck dress where she yes. like rides away on a garbage truck and it's literally like trash bags but you guys it is like so fierce i'm like it looked beautiful and it was made out of trash bags so <laughs> you can make anything look beautiful if you do it in the right way you know so um so, and like when I was looking up stuff, so Glenn Close, you know, who played Cruella in the, the original live mix, and did those come out in like the 90s? Yes, they did, because I was a kid. Okay, so she was actually an executive producer on this, which was Oh, fun. cool. Yeah, I was like, good for her. And then Emma Stone was also a producer. So she was like really heavily involved. Um, and then... I just thought this was so weird. They said she was filming La La Land, Emma Stone was, when she found out they were making a Cruella movie. So, like, think about how long ago that was. That was, that was what, 2018, 2017? I think they were saying 2016. So, it's like, oh, she wow. found out about it. And then she, like, did, um, she did Maniac, which was, like, a TV show I think she was on. It's on Netflix. I haven't seen it. But she also filmed the favorite, all of that in between like La La Land and starting Cruella. So I'm like, can I wonder what what thing she has in the works right now is what that made me think. <laughs> like, I wish we knew, you know. Um, but they're also saying like it was a huge success. Like um, I think that it got like really, it got good reviews. I think some people are saying like, of course, it's not perfect, but like the it was super enjoyable and the stone was so great and the Thompson was so great. The clothes were so great. The, you know, the setting and everything, it was just done really well. And so I think it's being received really well also. And so they're already talking about a sequel, which I'm like here for it. I will watch it for sure. Um, but yeah, like it was surprisingly good. I had no des real desire to watch it, like just from watching the trailer, but then you know, like when I heard that podcast, I was like, I kind of want to watch it. And now I'm like, it was so good. I'll watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It was really fun. So yeah, I mean, I really liked it. I would say you guys watch it and it's on, okay, what we paid 30 bucks on Disney plus, right? So you have to pay for it. But I think it's going to be out like in August for free. If I remember oh. right, I think that's what my brother said. Cause he's going to wait until then, I think. Oh, okay. Well, and I, I want to say that it's also in theaters. Um, and I would say this would be like a great movie for like um, the older kids, like, you know, maybe eight, nine, 10 years old, especially for kids who are like not the norm, not just, you know, going to dance class and going to play t-ball, like they're into different things or they're into, you know, whatever. It totally encourages like the be yourself, be unique, you know, kind of a thing. So I think it's a good kids movie. I mean, I don't you think even Tessa, our niece, she's seven. She would, she would like it, don't you think? She'd probably like it. Yeah, if you can get her to sit still long enough. I know, right? 
but she actually surprises me with that sometimes where I'm like she won't sit still but like when it's a kid movie she'll sit and watch it you know for hours so yeah but yeah I um that's all I have written down like I don't have too much do you have anything else to say no that's all I have too so you want to dive into what you've been watching sure so do you want me to go first yeah go for it so I, of course, watched the Friends reunion, which was so emotional. I totally got a little teary. And I was like, I don't know that anything can ever live up to all the hype that they're giving it. But like, I enjoyed it so much. I was like, this is so good. Um, it didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, this is just a love fest and everyone's blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I still and, need to finish um, it. Oh, you didn't finish it? No. Um, <laughs> And then um, I also like, I got a recommendation for this off one of my true crime podcasts, um, hashtag shout out Generation Y. But um, the, it's a Netflix documentary called Why Did You Kill Me? Um, and it was just meh, it wasn't really Okay, um, I, listened to, I listened to the True Crime Obsessed podcast about that. And of it made course. me kind of want to watch it, but I, now that you say that, I probably won't. It was, yeah, it was interesting, but then at the end, it was just like, oh, like, I don't know. It was, it was just kind of, well, I don't know. I wasn't super duper into it, and it's only like 90 minutes, so it's not like a huge commitment, but the other thing, okay, two other things that were so big. Of course, the Mayor of Easttown finale. Have you guys watched all seven episodes yet, Kelsey? Oh, yeah, we binged through that in like two days, and <sighs> yes, it's Mayor of Easttown, not Mayor of Easttown, like I thought yeah. it was. Her name is Mayor, M-A-R-E, uh, right. short for Marianne. And, and you uh, guys, no spoilers. We are a no spoiler. Ooh, spoiler definitely. Free yeah. podcast. Yes. Definitely not, because there's a lot of twists in this. So uh, you just got to oh. watch it. It's only seven episodes, which I feel like is the perfect amount. Yes. Binging. And yes, yeah, so it's good. So good. Like, it's like I a murder probably- mystery, basically. Yes, exactly. I probably will watch it again, just because it was so good. Um, the story is so interesting. Kate Winslet is so good in this. Um, and I loved all the other characters. Um, and the thing I've written down that I saw online is the, the creators of the show are saying, quote, the door is open for season two, but they haven't really said anything for sure. Because I think everyone's like, I need more Kate Winslet in her bait pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's really good. It's such a good binge. It's only seven episodes and every episode you're like, oh, what? what? <laughs> but then the other thing I watched, oh my gosh, she's so good. It was Bo Burnham. It's called Inside. It's a little comedy special. Did you watch it yet? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. If you guys don't know who Bo Burnham is, because he's kind of like not really a celebrity, but I feel like he should be. So he was in our favorite this year, Promising Young Women. Um, he had a Netflix special that you and I watched like years ago that we still quote all the time. Hashtag D. Like that's from Bo Burnham where he's like, I'm going to sing a really serious song, you guys, and it's called Hashtag D. <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh. But so he did, it's called Inside because he produced it, he wrote it, he did everything um, by himself in quarantine. So it's literally just him inside this room. 
in his house and he's just um it's it's like his process of creating songs writing songs because he he's kind of like a he's a comedian um but a lot of his stuff he writes funny songs about it and it just was like hilarious but also like kind of haunting i mean it's like you peek inside of his brain and it's not necessarily always a happy place because you know like they say with comedians or like that you know it's like they're a clown you know like they're funny and then when that when they're not being funny anymore mm -hmm. but it was like you know i mean the the songs were brilliant i lol like several times because it's so like sharp and witty and his little commentary on things like um white girls instagram is one of the songs where he just like talks about like all the stupid things that white girls post on their instagram <laughs> and it's hilarious there's another song he sings about um when quarantine first started and it's like uh i'm gonna talk to my mom on facetime today and it's just like all about how he's like i spent 20 minutes showing her how to move her finger off the camera so i can see your face like <laughs> Because remember at the beginning of quarantine when it was like FaceTime was all we had, mm -hmm. you couldn't leave the house, you couldn't go anywhere, like there was nothing to do. And so it, it totally took me back a little bit to that like when quarantine first started and it was kind of like suffocating and nobody knew what was going on and everybody was scared. It took me back there, but then he also like turned it into funny stuff, but, but it's not always funny. Like he... Sometimes he sits and talks and is just looking at the screen and he's just like, today is not a good day. And he's just like crying, you know? Oh, that's cute that he was like <clears throat> vulnerable in it. Extremely vulnerable. Like he totally like just opened up and was like, you know, look, some, some days are good, some days are bad. And that's just everyone's mental health all the time. Everyone has good days and bad days. And when you have mental health issues, like uh, I do, hello, anxiety. You know, it's like sometimes you just can't, you know, you just like, I don't have anything to say except today's not a good day. Like, <laughs> so like you guys watch it, like it was so good. And Kelsey, I really want you to watch it. Like you, I, I real, I need you to watch it. And I, I need you to sit down and like, don't be looking at your phone because <laughs> like every single second is like amazing. Like, I'm not kidding when it was, it like, it didn't like haunt me, but it stuck with me. Like it made me feel things. It made me think about things. I was just like, he's so brilliant. <laughs> I was like, I just can't, I can't even with how brilliant he is. So I think that's all I have written down. You guys watch it. Bo Burnham. It's called Inside. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Kelsey, what have you been watching? <laughs> well, Mare of Easttown is at the top of my list, which we already talked about, but uh -huh. super good binge. Everybody go watch it right now. It's on HBO Max. Um, yes. Uh, we're still binging the Saw movies, which I'm oddly into. Um, <laughs> like, I'm the one that's, like, encouraging to, us to watch them now. Um, how many, wait, how many are there? Like, I believe there are seven. Don't quote me on that. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Um, we just watched three and four. <laughs> and <laughs> I put this on my notes, too, because the other night, like, maybe I'm watching too many. I woke up in the middle of the night, but I was still asleep. And I was like, I, like, shook Angela. Like, I got scared or something. <laughs> And she like woke up and was like, what's wrong? <laughs> and finally I woke up and was like, oh, sorry. I don't know. I guess I so just got I scared. Having a weird dream. Now, and it is true. Like when you're, when you're wrapped up in a world like that, whether it's a TV show or a movie or something that you're watching a ton of, 
how it's like in your brain when you, yeah. you dream. I remember when I was reading the Harry Potter books and when I was reading the um, something else that I read and it was, oh, it was maybe Twilight where it's like when your brain is so focused on it and then I would have dreams about it. Like I would have dreams about Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Like Ooh, not, fun. not official, but you know how dreams are where it's just like, you know, it's not really anything. It's just a bunch of mish mashed up but it like had a, a magic element to it because I was reading the Harry Potter books <laughs> yeah I would like that yeah I haven't even had a dream about it I don't know it was weird but I definitely have to take breaks between them because sometimes they're a little creepy and I have to close <laughs> my eyes at certain parts because it's so gory oh but oh, yeah. anyway um I also watched Breaking Bobby Bones did you watch oh, that yeah. I actually just watched the first episode like the other day and here. what did you think so i i watched the one the first episode where he is cleaning the thing over the the grand, grand canyon. canyon i liked it um because i mean we we like him you know but um i was super freaked out like when they were showing the stuff like over the when he's hanging over the canyon and he's got to learn how to do the ropes and stuff like i was stressed i was stressed out um but it was kind of short you know it felt like it could have been longer like they tried to fit too much into 20 minutes that's how I felt yes I felt like it was I mean I I like the episodes being short because I can get through them quickly but I felt like it was like okay bam like he's out on this bridge thing and like I felt like yeah that's still very terrifying but I thought he I thought it was going to be more I didn't think it was very climactic. Like it was just, eh. Um, sorry, Bobby. I love you, um, <laughs> and I will support you. Um, well, and I think, I but think it felt rushed. You're right. It felt yeah, rushed. It, it did feel rushed, and I think maybe it might be because they were like, "Look, we're only going to give you a 20 minute show, and if it's successful, maybe we'll give you more time next season." Yeah, know? true. Because it it has this element of like he becomes friends with the guy who's teaching him how to. Um, do all of this stuff and then he like you know was like oh you're so great thanks for everything I'm gonna like reward you with some stuff you know mm-hmm. um and there's he's kind of like an unsung hero you know who's just like working hard for his family um which I thought was cool but it was also like okay but like I feel like I need a little more information like yeah <laughs> yeah I and know. I mean I probably won't be watching week to week but I might end up binging them whenever they're dumped onto Disney plus after a few yeah, but I mean, I ultimately, like the I am like proud of him, you know, because we know him personally. It seems, uh, yeah, yeah, um, totally. because he has his own show now, and that's really cool. He's always dreamt of that, so right. I think did that's you, cool too, and I think he's gonna did, do big things. I think yes too. Um, did you watch the one with him and his fiance? The the what is it? Running wild with Bear Girls. So it's a different show. Right? I kind of had it on in the background and watched like bits and pieces. Yeah, and I mean, it was okay. I think I'm just not super into the, those types of shows, like the wilderness, yeah. like survival shows. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like okay. that too. Yeah, and maybe like, maybe once they see the success of this, maybe they'll come up with something like, I don't know, better. You know what? You know what they should do for him? They should give him like a show that's like pop culture trivia or something. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, where people can, like, or 
or like not Jeopardy, but you know, like a trivia type show because he is the quiz master. What was he on the, the team he was on in school? Quiz bowl champion. Quiz bowl champion, you know, um, that's what they should do because then it would just be him like, cause he would make people relax, hopefully. I don't know. That they, it should be called like beat Bobby Bones or something. And like, you can try to beat Ooh. him at trivia. Yes, because, okay, you probably don't remember this, back in the day when I was, like, in high school, there was a show called Win Ben Stein's Money. Um, you probably don't even know who Ben Stein is, so he was the, he's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he's, like, an actor. He's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but he's got the very famous line, Bueller. Yeah, he's Bueller. a teacher, right, or the principal. Right. right, and so he's, he's an actor, but I think he's, like, really smart in real life, too, so they had the show and Jimmy Kimmel, I think was the host where people would go on and they would like compete. And then whoever won that the little game against other people then had to go up against Ben Stein and they were like, win Ben Stein's money, but it wasn't, it was just like, you know, a trivia show, but it mm -hmm. was good. So like something like that would be good. Yeah, you heard it here first. If they do that, it was our first. idea. Yeah, um, I'll take I'll take a creative credits, please. Then please yes. and thank you. Please and thank. <laughs> but um, is that else or what else you've been watching? Uh, that's basically it. Um, let's see. I did listen to Hey Babe. I listened to an episode of the podcast Hey Babe that oh, Jackie loves. What did you think? Did you think it was funny? Yes, I did think it was funny. Um, I probably won't listen like all the time because I just am so full of podcasts right now, but now I'm about to have a yeah. job where, yeah. So yeah. where maybe I'll be able to listen to more again, but oh, well, I did I, miss one show and I actually think you'd like this show. Oh. Um, it's called Dating No Filter. Have you heard of Ooh. it? I feel it's, like I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. I think, oh, it's on Hulu, I think, but it's, they, they set up two singles and they just follow their date. But it's, they typically set up to, I feel like, very different people. And so it's really funny. And they have these comedians that just commentate on the date. They're sitting, like, in their living room eating. Oh. And they're just, like, comment, watching <laughs> the date. And and it's it's funny. We binge, like, all of them because it was so funny. Like, There's two seasons. Fun, do they, like, make fun of them and stuff? Because They make like fun that. of them. And then they're like, oh, I'm, like, actually here for this. And, you know, just different <laughs> stuff. It's funny. So that sounds funny. Okay, I'll probably will take a look at that. That sounds good. Yeah, but that's the last thing that I have. Um, I did start another new podcast called Trading Secrets with Jason Tartik. Um, oh, I love him. Uh, me too. And I just like listening to him talk because I feel like he's very motivating and very knowledgeable about finance. And so his oh, podcast yeah. is about finance like it's literally he brings people on and tries to get them to be open about how much they make and everything like oh, he wow. had he had an episode with dean and dean was talking about like his bachelor in paradise deal and that he was offered to be the bachelor in canada for seventy five thousand dollars oh my and, gosh and jason was like okay he was like the contracts in america are a hundred thousand and oh yeah so i was like okay that's interesting and then they were just talking about how much money jason makes on social media i mean it's oh a gosh. lot I like bet. between 400 and 600,000 a year just on social media. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's, that's amazing. No, he is yeah. so cool. And I think that's a great idea because like, he's just being real about finances and hello, I'm turning 40 in like three weeks. So like, I'm actually kind of getting into it a little bit, <laughs> like a little bit, not, I still like totally don't understand the stock market. I don't like Keep talking. I mean, I'm going to pick up Reese real quick. 
I uh, I need a tutorial from your brother Caleb, um, and I know you do a little bit of the stock market, and I'm I'm kind of like I'm interested, but I'm a little bit like yeah, but like it seems like that's going to cut into my Jackie time, and I don't like cutting into my Jackie time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I think you should try to listen to his podcast just to hear the stuff he says because he's entertaining. I like him. No, I like him so much, and he's oh so cute. He's all engaged to Caitlin. Yeah. And it's so interesting to see how like his relationship, like Caitlin's relationship with him is so different than like her and Sean, the way Sean Booth, whenever they were um, together, you know, where like he just brings out, she's just so happy. Like, and not yeah. to say that she wasn't happy with Sean, but it's just different. You can tell that it's it's different. And I'm just uh, jelly because yeah, he's well, amazing. And I recently listened to Bachelor Happy Hour because they had Caitlin on. Oh, yeah. um, and it was so cute because you know Becca Kufrin obviously she's the host and um Jason was on her season so Caitlin oh. was talking to her about like she was like yeah I remember when I messaged you to ask if it was okay if I dated him because he's kind of <laughs> one of your exes and um and Becca was like yeah and she was like I remember telling you like yeah of course that's okay like he's a great guy and Becca said something like I remember telling you treat him like a king because he's going to treat you like a queen. I was like, oh, that's so true. He's like such a good guy, yeah. He is, and that's seriously what I feel like he should give lessons on how to treat women right. And I mean, obviously this is only stuff that we see in social media, (laughs) Right. we feel like we're friends with him and he needs to give lessons on how guys should treat girls. And also that's not to say because girls should also treat guys well and girls guys date girls, girls date guys, guys and guys can date, girls and girls can date, whatever you want to do, but it should like just how to treat your significant other. Yes, yes, exactly. So um, yeah, I love him. Um, Me too. So I have a few pop cults. So did you see about stuff with Ellie Kemper, who's Aaron from The Office, like some pictures came out or something. It was kind of weird. Um, did you see any of this? No, I didn't. I think you had mentioned it to me the other day a little bit, or maybe my brother did, but. So like she was in something like in some debutante ball or something like when she was 19. So this was many years ago. Um, but, and we don't really do that here in Texas. So I don't really know what it's about, but I think the issue is like, it was held at a place or like at a at a like organization that has been like racist in the past, um, anti-Semitic, Semitic, yes, thank you, in the past. And so it's just kind of not a good look, you know, like For sure. where I think that they weren't, they didn't even allow like Jewish people or black people in until like the 70s, which is late. Um, but I was also a little bit like, isn't like everything in America, weren't they all racist jerks at one point? Cause that was just what everyone did, which I'm not saying it's okay, it's horrible. But I was like, isn't that, if you dig deep enough, isn't kind of every organization like that a little bit? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point, Jack. Like hopefully that organization is completely opposite of that now, but I mean, doubtful, right. who knows? Um, and I mean, who knows if she knew that not to like defend her or anything, because no. I mean, it's still, like you said, it's, it's not a good look and I'm sure she hopefully is 
you know, learning just like the rest of us. Yeah, she did put out an apology the other day and was just like, you know, I, of course, had no idea of that at the time, but that doesn't excuse it. And I, you know, I mm -hmm. totally stand against any kind of hate like that. And um, so, you know, she was on that show, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with that guy, with Titus Burgess. Yes, which that'll uh, transition us right into Bachelor news as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but so everybody was saying, because they were on that show together and he's a black man, but he tweeted something like, you know, he, he's like, I love my Ellie. Like he, he wasn't, you know, um, like, oh yeah, she's a racist. You know, he was totally just like, oh no, I love Ellie and she's wonderful. You know, so yeah. I, I don't think that she's racist, you know, and I don't think that, you know, it was just kind of not a good look, but she has apologized. And then I have one more thing before we get to vaccination because like Kanye West is like maybe dating, I don't know how you're saying your name, Irina Brad, Bradley Cooper's ex. Yes, which I was like, um, okay. Um, she's beautiful, of course, but I was just like, Ew, I don't know. I just, Kanye is just a lot. And um, I, I mean, he, he does have obviously a lot of money and he's really powerful. So maybe women mm -hmm. are attracted to that. But I'm like, he's kind of known to be a douche, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't really know much about him just because I don't really care. I don't know. No, I know. And that's me too. I don't really care either. But honestly, that's his public persona. He might be totally different in person. He might be. Yeah. Like and totally I do think he has, I, I can't remember what it was on. Was it the David Letterman like interview that he did on Netflix or something? Like he's been open about having some mental health, you know, Oh yeah. stuff. And so, I mean, I think you know, just like the rest of us, he has his, you know, problems. No, for sure. And so, yeah, unfortunately, it's just like on a yeah national stage, everyone can see it. But um, like you said, I'm like that too. I just don't really get the fascination and I just don't really care. But yeah. um, I did just care about this because she's Bradley Cooper's ex and I love him. He's so hot and they have a kid together. But um, so that brings us to Batch Nash. And yes. speaking of Titus Burgess, who was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, he is, so they announced that there's going to be no more Chris Harrison, period. Like, uh -huh. he's gone. Which, I was kind of surprised that. Were you? I, I was a little bit surprised, too. But then now that it's happened, I'm like, I mean, I can't see them ever. I don't know. I don't know how they would have brought him back after, yeah. you know, all that happened. And I mean, he has been on there for years and years, and I, I do think the show will still be fine without him now that I've seen the first episode of Caitlin and Tasha, and we yeah. can talk about that when we go into Katie's season, but yeah, um, yeah, they paid him $50 million, basically, it seems like, to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, you didn't read that? They paid him $50 no. million. He got a severance, um, so to keep his mouth shut about the Bachelor franchise secrets, basically. Really? Um, yeah, and I mean, don't don't quote me on that. This is based on me reading like articles, but I saw more than one about the fifty million. So I know wow. that that's accurate. I don't know how much like what was put in that you know severance oh, or the sure contract. He's a, yeah, he's in a big contract, I'm sure, or like a big NDA uh -huh. where he's not so allowed to disclose. He's gonna yeah probably just go live his retired life somewhere unless he I mean he might keep hosting other things. I don't know. Hush, Reese keeps whining. But, but, but he doesn't, like, yeah, need to after. I mean, he's made tons yeah. of money off the show anyway. Yeah, but, so, and, uh, 
sorry, go ahead. Oh no, that's okay. That's basically it. I mean, I was just gonna say that I kind of, I think it's kind of exciting to see them bringing in all these different hosts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now that, okay, so Bachelor in Paradise, so far it's gonna be Lil John, which would be super funny. Uh, Lance Bass, <laughs> Titus Burgess and David Spade. I feel like they're all very different. So maybe they're just gonna try a bunch of different personalities to yeah. see Bachelor Nation likes. I personally think that they should stick with some of the people who are in the franchise, but. Yeah, that's what I would do too, but. And I'm fine with all these guys. I mean, I know that Titus Burgess will be fabulous. He's hysterical. But like David Spade, Little John, and Lance Bass. I mean, I was like, this is kind of mean. But I was like, this looks more like the new, the next season of the Dancing with the Stars lineup of like people who don't really have a whole lot going on. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's kind of why I wish they just stick with people in the franchise. Um, I mean, it'll still be interesting to watch, but. Oh, what yeah. was I going to say? I, uh, oh, I mean, you know, like Rachel Lindsay, I thought maybe they would like give her a go at it. But then again, maybe she doesn't want to, honestly. She might not want to. You're right. And like, I just feel like there's also, I mean, I'm sure bigger celebrities would cost more money and it would be a bigger deal. But I'm like, how cool would it be like if, and maybe this will happen, but like if Wells and um, what's his girlfriend's name? Um, Sarah Highland. Sarah Highland came on. I mean, she would be great. Remember Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are huge fans. Like big, huge A-list stars are like fans of the show. But you get an A-lister and it gets real expensive and real complicated, which I can understand. So and what about Bobby Bones? He's all in with ABC. Oh, that's true. But I, like you said, I think it'll be fine. I'm totally fine with them not picking one and just going with like a variety of whoever can do it and whoever wants to. Um, and like you said, I really liked Tasha and Caitlin on the, the premiere of, of Katie's episode. I was like, it's fun. They're having their little girl talk. You know, they're able to say, okay, this is how I handled it. This is what you should do. This is what you should not do. Just keep your you know, keep your heart open to whatever. Um, so I really liked getting that kind of behind the scenes information where they're like, oh, I could barely, like just stuff that they said where they're like, oh, I had, what did Tasha say? She was like, I ended up with Zach and he was not even like in the top anything the night I met him. And then she's yeah. like, oh, no, I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, and they're so cute. Yeah, no, I definitely like that element of it where they just, it wasn't about the hosts at all, really. They were just there to right. kind of, you know, keep the pace of everything. But like they were even inside. I thought it was funny showing them in the windows as Katie was like in yeah. being introduced to the guys and she'd look over at them and like give them a thumbs up. And they yeah. were trying to like take her verbal cues. And so I thought right. that was super cute. I, I, cute I liked too. it. And I like, I guess, yeah, are we just going to dive into the episode now? Sure. I really loved this night one episode I feel like I normally don't really like night one episodes you don't yeah this one I felt like it was promising like the guys seem like a good group uh -huh. and Katie seems like she's not gonna put up with any crap and like my she's just favorite. gonna be herself and get it girl my favorite yes I really had no complaints about the first episode I, you know, I didn't really either. Um, I like, I liked all the guys, like most of the guys, they were really cute. 
like I was cracking up at the one guy, I don't remember his name, of course, but like she was sitting and I was going to say sitting on a couch. She sat on a different couch and talked to every guy, but like his forehead was so sweaty because he was so nervous. I was oh, cracking yeah. up. I like remember they him. Were, they were so sweaty and nervous. It was adorable. Like all of them were just not being really smooth at all, which I just found really endearing. Um, and I think that she's like bringing it out in them because like you said, she ain't gonna take no BS. She's like, look, just be real. And I liked how, you know, she was like, I didn't even prepare a speech because I just want it to be like, you know, I don't want everything to be perfect because that's not how life is, you know. Um, and so we, we, we did send, I sent you my pics of the three guys. We also need to post that when we post on Instagram. Yes. One of my pics was the Carl guy who's got, his, and I just liked his picture, the way he was standing kind of with uh -huh. his arms crossed and like Ben H on Almost Famous podcast was like, look, Carl is confident. Okay. But then I was like, ooh, the, the um, previews are making it look like Carl might be the villain. So I'm a little bit worried about that. <laughs> but that means that he'll probably be on for a while, which like, I was surprised none of the guys that you and I picked went home night one. That's rare. So, like one year I had a guy that didn't even end up on the show that I, <laughs> and I was like, well, crap. I mean, yeah. So just to give a more explanation on that, Jackie and I, before the show ever starts, we, this year we used like the e-news list of contestants. We go yes. on and solely based off of their pictures, we pick who we <laughs> might think is the top three just for fun. Right. And so I'll post that on the Instagram too. So if you're listening to this, it's on the Instagram right now. Yeah. And so we both really liked Garrett, who was the guy, is Garrett, right? He has red hair, I believe. Yes. And the only, wasn't he the one who like, one of the guys kind of started to pick a fight with at some point and was like, dude, I don't like you. Was that him? No, that was Cody who is on my list. And Cody looks like, who is the director of Avengers and Elf? What's his name? Oh, oh, it's um, John Favreau. He looks like him to me. <laughs> he does and, kind of. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And, I, and um, that whole scene was weird where that guy was like getting mad. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Why are they even showing us this? Because it's weird. Like, but maybe it's going to come back. It'll come up again later. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like there, it seemed like Cody wasn't having it really. Like he wasn't trying to start drama or anything. He was like, dude, chill, basically. Like, what are you, and the guy was probably just drunk. I mean, they just sit there and drink. But like, it seemed like all the guys were mostly getting along. I'm sure it's not going to stay that way. I really liked the guy who she gave her first impression rose to that has all the nieces and stuff. Um, she yes. gave a couple kisses, you know, not... Oh, and the guy in the cat costume. I just thought it was so funny how they were making out and then her nose was all covered in that black stuff from his cat face. That was an intense makeout. It was. They were making out hardcore. And it was so funny. That's what I like about her because he's not by far the most attractive guy there. But mm -hmm. he's quirky and he's confident enough in himself to show up in a cat costume um, on national TV in a room full of, you know, 30 studs. And I was like, I would like that too. I would be the same way. I would be like, you are standing out to me because you are confident. You don't care. You're just trying to make me laugh. Like that would stand out over the hottest guy in the room oh, every time. So I really, I liked him a lot and, and he is cute. Like he seems cool. Yeah, totally. I'm super pumped for this season. Uh, hopefully Hopefully it stays good, you know, and doesn't fall off like 
Peter's season or Matt's season. Matt's season was just way more about the drama with the girls and it was so annoying. And and it it, it's nothing against him because I actually liked him as a bachelor until the end when he kind of started to freak out about having to pick or having yeah, to propose. But it was a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this season will be good. And then we have Michelle's season of Bachelorette right after. Well, Bachelor in Paradise and then Michelle's season. So I'm actually excited that it's two bachelorettes in a row. Yeah, for sure. For sure, definitely. Um, one guy that I did really like that I didn't notice at all in the pictures was the guy, what was it? He was like, they were trying to get me to play professional hockey or his dad was or something. And he's like, no, I decided to be a firefighter. Uh-huh. And speaking of fire, I was like, oh, homeboy is hot. So I was like, I really like him. And I did not remember him from his pictures like at all. So it, it's so interesting how you- That's Brendan from Canada. Thank you, Kelsey. She's so good with remembering her <laughs> names. Um, so yeah, cause I was like, oh, I'm watching him, him, him hot. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be a good season. I always like it because I think that was the problem like with Matt and with Peter is they weren't just like, okay, cut the drama, Matt a little bit, but like, okay, let's nip this in the bud and get it over with where like Hannah Brown was like, stop, just stop it right now. You know? Yes. And like Tasha didn't take anything either. So I felt like that. Yeah. They have to be really like firm and just be like I am not here for that so if like you're gonna act like that you're out like you know mm-hmm. and I really think that Katie will be like that and I think it's it's good I like her I like the fact that she's like this is sex positive and she's like look I'm not gonna hide the fact that I have sex and there's nothing wrong with that you know mm-hmm. she's there's nothing wrong with being open about it as long as everything is consensual and everybody's you know good then and of course, there are times when it's not appropriate to talk about, but like when she's dating guys, it's, yeah. it's a big part of it, you know, so. Um, and I, I have a fun fact on here that I thought you would like, oh. uh, it has to do with fashion. Oh. Um, and I got this from the Bachelor Data um, Instagram that I follow, which actually uh-huh. is pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Lots of statistics about the show. But anyway, Katie is the first lead to wear a colorful dress on night one. She wore a I red noticed- dress. I noticed that. I noticed that her dress wasn't like champagne or silver or yeah. Yes, exactly. All the others have either worn like gray, silver, black, white, or like gold or tan. Yeah. So Uh I thought that was cool. That was cool. And I'm like, maybe they're just, they're, I don't know, maybe because of the sex thing. I don't know. Cause you know, like she's sexy red. I don't know, but maybe it's just that dress just looked good on her. It did look good. Remember, like, I always had a lot of issues with Claire's everything, but, like, her night one dress was not good. It was too tight. It was just, and I'm like, this is the night that you should look your absolute best, and they put you in that, like, <laughs> but but Katie looked really good. Her dress was pretty. It wasn't, like, over-the-top sexy, but it was, like, you know, it was appropriate sexy, yeah. which is perfectly appropriate. <laughs> yes, totes appropriate. So it's a pro, but yeah. So, oh, and here's the thing that my mom said about Bachelor Nation, which I was cracking up. She goes, I would, she, cause like I saw her the day after the premiere, we didn't watch it together. So we were talking about it a little bit. And I was like, yeah, didn't you like like Tasha and, and Caitlin? And she was like, oh, and so are they, those were like previous bachelorettes. Like she didn't remember. <laughs> She's watched all of the seasons with us and she didn't remember. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I remember Tasha was with Zach. And then, 
Caitlin is now with um, with um, Jason. Remember, she broke up with the guy that she was with, and she got with somebody in Bachelor Nation, and she went, that Bachelor Nation must really be a thing then. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it is. We're part of it, Mom. <laughs> yeah, we're totally part of it. She was like so shocked. She's like, oh, that Bachelor Nation thing. That's a really a thing, isn't it? I was like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> like, she's just, like, she'd never thought that before. Like, it was the first time she'd ever thought about it. I was like, mom, you're so cute. Like, it started to click that, like, wow, this is actually, like, a big thing. Yes, and, like, Kelsey moved away, like, a couple years ago, but so, like, we haven't watched the last few, but, like, before that, we watched every season, like, a bunch of them with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so are you, do you go over there to watch it, or are you watching it at your house? I know you watched it live, right? I did watch it live. Um, and I, like, I didn't this week because she wasn't feeling super great, you know, and so I was just like, whatever. I might go over there and watch it with her, but she just doesn't get into it like like you and I do. She's just no. like, oh, I, who's this guy? I'm like, mom, you got the first impression rose. I'm like, I do not remember. <laughs> I have to remind Angela stuff like that too. And actually she said something funny the other day. Well, cause she, she liked Tasha and Caitlin too. Like she liked them hosting and she was like, it's way better than Chris Watson. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I just started cracking up. I was like, Chris Watson, like, or whatever his name is. Whatever his name is. No, that's funny. <laughs> well, and it's funny because we're such dorks and such super into it. Like we know everybody's names and Kelsey, you know more than I do. I know a I know. lot of the names. But I have a thing with them. names where I just somehow remember them. But yeah, no, you're right. So it's like weird to us that people don't know, but like probably <laughs> most of the people in our lives have no idea. Like, no, for sure. And that's like we why we say we are proud members of Bachelor Nation. We are never going to apologize for the things that we enjoy. And this is one of them. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so speaking of that, I have a quiz for Kelsey. We may have already done this before, so sorry if we have, but it's been long enough that I know she wouldn't remember. Um, so it is, I'm going to go down the list of bachelorettes, and I want you to tell me their top four. Okay, I feel like we've done this, but not top four, maybe top three. That's what I was thinking is we did top three. So this is an added, and I'm telling you, I oh. got down, and I was like, I was like, some of the names was like I don't remember that name at all but so we'll yeah see how far you can go for because sure I'll apologize in advance because I feel like you're probably gonna have to tell me a lot but that's okay but like honestly you always surprise me with how much you know and you know okay so we'll start with Tasha, which hers was kind of weird because it was remember like that guy went home and then he came back but um you know Tasha's. yeah I mean so hers was I know for sure the top three. The fourth one I'm struggling with a little bit. No, um, you know it. I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, Zach. Um, yes. Who ben. Yes. Um. Oh, yes, I do know it. Ivan and Brendan. Yes. yes, exactly. Who Brendan I saw on Instagram or something is maybe dating one of the girls from Peter's season. Piper. No, Piper. Uh, from Matt's season. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would correct me if I was wrong. Okay. Before that, before Tasha was Hannah B. Okay, we've got Jed, Tyler C, Peter, 
Luke. Correct. Okay. Becca. Okay. Um, <laughs> Garrett. Blake. Yes. yes. Jason and Colton. Yes, correct. I was like, oh, right, Colton. Okay. Rachel. You know all these two for sure. Okay. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Peter. Dean yes. and Eric. Yes. Okay. How about Jojo? This is when it starts getting difficult <laughs> for me, at least. <laughs> Robbie, Jordan. Well, Jordan yes. got first. Robbie got second. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, this might be tough. Chase? Yes. Um, okay, hang on. This one might take me. Oh, Luke. Yes. You're so <laughs> I was like, Luke. And just now when you said it, I was like, oh, I remember Luke from Judge's season. Luke okay. Hell. Yes, thank you. He was almost The Bachelor. Okay. After, before that was Caitlin. Sean, Nick, Ben, and yes. this one's going to be tough. Um, give me a second. I'm thinking of guys from her season that I still like follow and stuff, but I know they weren't top four. You know it. You know who it is. I do. Um, it's not Jared and it's not it Tanner. Is Jared. It, is it is Jared. Jared. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> that Sorry. One was tough. Okay. And so these, like the number four, I had no idea on these. Okay. So Andy. And yeah, I, this I feel one. Like, I feel like you can get, like, you know, the top two. Josh was number one and Nick was number two. Yeah. Uh, um, and then think about who was the bachelor around then. Oh, thank you. That helps a little bit. Um, hang on. <laughs> um, 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 let's see. Who was the bachelor after? Oh, Chris Souls. Yes, Chris Souls. And then there's one more who you definitely know was on Bachelor in Paradise, but I was like, I would have never gotten this. Yeah, <laughs> I and I know it's not Juan Pablo because he wasn't in her top four, even though he became the bachelor. Or oh wait, no, that was no. the season before. Sorry. That was yeah, Juan she Pablo was on was, his season. Yes, exactly. Uh fourth, okay, let me just I'll just make a guess real quick. Uh okay. it's not Chris Bukowski. <sighs> he tried to go on Andy's season and she denied. <sighs> oh right. Okay, just tell me. It was Marcus. He was on Oh yeah. Yeah, and he was Lacy or whatever. Lacy, and then they were never actually even married, whatever. So then, before that was Desiree. Um, <laughs> uh, Brooks. So Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> Brooks, yeah, Brooks was top three. Her husband, Chris. I think his name is Chris. Yes. Uh. uh I was gonna say Sean Lowe, but she was on Sean Lowe's season, so. Right. <laughs> I keep get, uh, getting me. Let's see. No, I know. Um, I'm not gonna get her other two. So the other two was Drew, I think came in second. And then uh, Zach W was fourth. I was like, don't remember him at all. Um, okay, how um, about- Actually, fun fact, Zach W is Carly's brother, Carly Waddell. Oh! That is ringing a bell a little bit. Okay, so how about- They don't about, look anything alike. Okay. I feel like you can get this one too. Emily. 
Uh, love her. Well, <laughs> I know it's Jeff and Ari. Jeff was one F. Yes, Ari was second. You know, who Sean. Was yes. And then, yeah, her fourth. Um, I probably won't get. So it, he was. It was Chris. I should just start saying a name that's common about Chris, um, Ben. (laughs) Okay, this one, like some of, I'm like, this is getting way too far back, but we'll just see. So how about Ashley Hebert or however you say it? Uh, uh, Ben Flanick. Yes. JP. Yes. (laughs) Man, with these deeper seasons, the top, I'll I'll just guess. Um. (laughs) I'm like, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I just threw out a common guy name in Bachelor franchise. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. But then number four is a name that I don't remember being on the show ever. His name was Constantine. I don't remember <laughs> at all. Me neither. It just makes me think of the guy from American Idol. That's the only Constantine I know. No, for sure. Okay. And then um, I feel like you could get this one too. Allie. I'm not going to get this one. I only remember her. Uh, okay. Isn't that like the first one you wa- we watched together or something? Yeah. Roberto won. Yes. Golly. I can't even remember who her number two was. Remember there was a, uh, it was kind of a Desiree situation where there was a guy she really liked, but he decided to Frank. Yes, decided to leave. You know her number two also. He's he's married to somebody else in Bachelor Nation. Um, oh. Uh but oh wait, he's no. not like very active. Chris Lambton, remember? Oh yes, I do remember him a little bit, but I and did then, not know that was her number two. Yeah, and then give me the Okay. One. And then fourth was uh, Kirk, who was on, who was oh, yeah. like hooked up with Carly kind of in Bachelor in Paradise and then dumped her. And like, I can't even prove this now, but I was totally going to guess the name Chris and I would have been right again and I should have just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Not Chris, Kirk. Oh, you were no. going to say Chris for the other one. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Okay. And I feel like, or did you, did we watch Jillian together too? Or did you even watch that one? I feel like we did. I remember talking yeah, about one of those I watched guys Jillian and Michelle. Okay, and hers, so, and I, I feel like you could get this. Hers is, um, yeah, okay. Ed, Reed, Jake. Yes. No. Oh, dang it. He, he was like five, I think. Okay. Well, Ed and Reed, I'm pretty pleased with those two. You um, are, those, those are good. <laughs> and then... One of them then came in second place was Kipton. Oh, oh. remember him? Yeah, I do remember Kipton. And then no, is the other is the other one uh, Jason Mesnick? No, she was no. on his season. Why do I the keep guy, doing that? How about and we can tell the fun story of when you ran into this guy oh, at the mall with Michelle? Hey, same. <laughs> he had that stupid song. It yes, was West. Was West. Yes. So like right after the show aired, didn't you like you and Michelle, your friend ran into him at the mall and what did he say? Like, you guys know that that's all fake or something. Yes, he did say that. And I took a picture. (laughs) I took a picture with him on my like Samsung flip phone that I had back in the day. And so that picture is long gone. (laughs) That's funny. But yeah, he was, he was kind of a jerk. He was all, oh, um, oh, I have a, or I kind of have a girlfriend back home or 
something weird, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah he did have some sort of scandal or some I don't know, but he did live in Austin, and so that was yeah crazy that we saw him at the mall. Yeah, I saw him at the mall. But anyway, you did pretty good. I knew that you would. It gets really hard. And honestly, Kelsey, like after like Rachel, I I would not have remembered. Like when you say it, I'm like, oh yeah. But then I'm like, I would not have, you remembered way more than I did. So maybe <laughs> I'll have to come, up, come up with new ways to quiz you because, you know, there's not a, a ton of content in these shows. <laughs> It's just a lot of drama, you know, it's just a lot of silliness. Um, but I'm like, well, maybe I can come up with something. And again, I can't tell you because I know you wouldn't look it up, but I'm like, like, yeah, who you'll... was the memorable fight between? But in some of those seasons, there's like many memorable fights. I'm sure there's some was... quizzes that we could goog. Oh, and you know what? I just thought of one and I'm not going to say it so I can do it for next time. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, so, we're fresh on the new season of Batch, so it's yeah. in full swing. Oh, it's, yeah, in between, I know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good season. I'm totally excited for episode two. I will be dialed in every Monday. And then, yes. like, I'm just so glad it started because then once this is over, then Bachelor in Paradise starts, then the new season, then the, what is her name, Michelle? Michelle. Michelle season of, see, I can't even remember. But I think she'll be she'll be a good one too. She'll be a boss. She'll tell them what's what. And she's just so classy. Like she's just very classy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm do, excited I for do her like too. that. For sure. And by then we'll probably have plenty of other people. I don't know, by the end of by the end of, you know, we'll have guys, plenty of guys to choose from to be the bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. and so what do you think about Blake coming in? Um he's supposed to they showed the preview that he's supposed to come Blake from Tasha's yeah. season yeah and I like him a lot like I always liked him I think he's a little weird but that's also one of the reasons I like him <laughs> yeah me too and I'm guessing he's gonna make it at least to top four I think he'll make it pretty far and he's hot too I think he'll be it'd be good and I did roll my eyes when they when they showed the guys like oh this guy's just gonna come in and step on into our turf and I'm like the, those kind of conversations are the producers going so isn't it rude how Blake just came in and they make him say this because I'm totally like, those, those guys don't care they and hopefully matter. he comes in the next episode because that would mean he only missed like one week so what's the big right one? I know and that's you know because mom was like oh and who's that guy that comes in next week she was asking and I was like mom they do it all the time there's usually like one every season somebody wants to come on and that's when she said man, that Bachelor Nation thing must really be a thing. <laughs> it's oh, a little culty. Man. It's a little culty. And hey, this is one cult I'm proud to be a part of. Me you too. Know, I know far too much about Bachelor Nation. Hey, it's fun and it's okay to enjoy silly things. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, if you're not hurting humans or animals, then just leave us alone. Exactly. Then exactly. Well, then I mean, just... wait, if you're not hurting humans or animals, yeah, that's good, obviously. Right. Yeah. And like I always say, you guys remember it costs zero dollars to just worry about yourself. Okay. Yeah, like if you don't like something, just keep on scrolling. It costs zero dollars to just mind your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mind your business. <laughs> anyway, well, are we done? I think we're done. All right, here I go. Um, tell your dogs we said hi. Come on!